Hello, 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 and welcome to part six. Part six, y'all, of podcasting is the new kink. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Pink Lady, and I'm super excited for this episode. I know I always say I'm excited for the episodes, but today I'm like, I'm dumb excited because I have family, y'all, on the podcast. Um, I mean, I've, I've had family on the podcast before, but like, this is my sister right here, Bamber, and her man. So introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. And yeah. You know what's funny? Because I meant to text you and tell you don't say that. Why? Because I'm like, I know I know she's going to do it because he don't know my nickname. So now he knows. So now he probably going to be like talking junk. Um. Okay, sir. So let's just get this straight, right? Let's I mean, just... honestly, I'm not. I'm let's not. just I'm not gonna okay. Say about it. Okay, cool. Because let's just get this straight. <laughs> I Bamber is my nickname for her, and I don't like to hear anybody else call her Bamber. I think it's Nobody. okay for everybody it's else Bamber? to have. Yeah, Bamber? I think it's Bamber. It I think sound it's like, okay. It sounds like you're a blood and you're messing with her. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you don't know my life. Okay, so let's just roll with it. Okay, with your gang, Megan. <laughs> Everybody can have their own nicknames for her, but mine is Bamber, okay? Don't you don't need to know the story behind it. You don't need to know where it came from. All you need to know where? is that it's my nickname for her. And don't use and it. And don't use it, exactly. So, that nickname is too gangster for her. <laughs> no, it's perfect. There you go. It's no, when perfect. Bamber, it sounds like somebody that's like, you know, in the trenches. Wow. I mean, I just think it's perfect. Um but yeah, so Bamber, right? Who are you, and what do you so- do? Or Mr. Andre, you want to go first? Whoever want to go first, listen. Just tell me what who y'all are and what y'all do. Amber, I'm a owner of All Things Good Catering by Amber Sims. I am a district chef in the TNET new job. Whoops, starting soon. And I'm a mom of two. And I'm an army vet 10 years. 10 years. All right, Mr. Andre. Who are you and what do you do? First thing, I'm that nigga. That's the first thing. <laughs> I love Next, it. Okay. Thing is, you know, I'm, I'm into entrepreneurship. You know, I got a few business businesses that's going on right now. Specific. Okay. So you got a lot of different ventures going on. A lot of things, you know, co-owner, all things good. She forgot to mention that, you know. Well, you, it was your turn. Because yeah. you have to mention it. Thank you. Who are you and what Thank do you, you do? I mean, she could include, she could have included me and then I would have included myself. But, you know, she could have threw the assist. I mean. I'll take the lead by myself. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> step out by yourself, you know. It just be like that. That's life. Right. Honestly, yeah, so. But yeah, I'm into entrepreneurship, you know, working for myself, you know, doing things like that. Good to hear. I love it. Work, born and raised. Extra game for Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Ex-gangster from North, from the trenches and all of that. I'm from Patterson. I ain't got to say I'm from the trenches, but <laughs> I, I lived in the house. You know, with a driveway. A backyard. You know, like a pretty quiet community in Patterson. But I'm from Patterson. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, so the suburbs of Patterson. 
Look, right on the outskirts, you know, you hop, skip, and jump. <laughs> you're pretty much in Hawthorne type shit. But still, right. that's my hood. Absolutely. So, back to you guys. How did you meet and how long have you been together? And I know y'all got a juicy story about how y'all met, so. <laughs> While answering this question, I looked at him and it was just funny. And the answer that we said was you wouldn't even believe it if we told you. So, I mean, let's just put it this way. Love at the lockup. Right. There we go. <laughs> Pretty much. Love after lockup. That's it. It's not it's not a Monique and Derek though. It's not one of them little love after lockup. So for those of us who don't watch Love After Lockup, <laughs> Monique and Derek, I that means nothing to me at all. Even though I know y'all's story. So basically I was incarcerated. And I was this young lady you know, an employee. Was I was on her body. So you know, burned down, did my little thing. That's how you know. Here she goes. <laughs> like, I tried to simplify it. You know? It's like, boom, we met, and that was it. And that's it. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Like Kevin Hart said, I looked up and he was dead. So <laughs> that's what happened. I hear Because it. I he hear never it. asked me to be his girlfriend. He told me, you're oh, yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just all... He told you that you were his girlfriend, but you accepted that shit. You didn't fight it, did you? I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fight it at all. What were you saying? I said, I basically put her in position. Okay. And, Bamber, you just said, all right, I'm going to take that mantle. I'm going to do what I got to do. Right. I rolled with it. I said, all right. Okay. Let's, let's see what's up. I feel that. I feel that. It uh, reminds me of how me and Ken got together. He just moved in with me. Um, you know, you just start staying at my place, you know, and then we just was together, you know, pretty much. But, um, yeah, sometimes it just happens like that. Why did you choose each other? Mr. Andre, I want to hear from you first. I don't know why I keep calling you Mr. Andre, like you my uncle or something, but like, (laughs) or not, not you my uncle, but like you an elder, like I'm calling you Mr. Your first name, but Dre. All right. That's better. <laughs> At the time, of course, I told you I was incarcerated, whatever. But it was something about her vibe, like seeing a woman that's working, like seeing stuff like that. To me, as a man, that's what it should turn you on. Like seeing her come to work every day, seeing her grind and do what she got to do. And plus, I love to eat, and she know how to cook. So I'm like, oh, yeah, go right there. You know, <laughs> she's a little bit aggravating, but you got to be able to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. She could be very aggravating, but you absolutely right. I love you, though. Um, I think you bring up a very good point because you said, what'd you say? Like, that's what men should find attractive. Like, somebody, a woman who's taking care of their business, like, handling their shit, right? But a lot of the times, that's not what people are looking for, right? Right. (laughs) For some reason, I don't know. Like, a lot of people are looking for somebody who can just, like, fit into your world type of thing. And Y'all weren't about that. You were like because the way the way they perceive everything, it be kind of messed up because you got certain people that when you know when they say you know quote unquote bad bitch, they look at the bitch for her body done, Christ, titties, everything. But nah, bad bitch is somebody that got their own and doing their business. She got her own car. She's doing everything she needs to do. She don't got no record. That's a bad bitch person. That's somebody I know that 
when when I hit rock bottom, she'd be able to hold me up. You know what I'm saying? I like this. We are redefining bad bitch on this show. Okay, so what you yeah. thought bad bitch meant, that's not what it meant. This is what bad bitch means. So thank you for that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Amber, your turn. Why did you choose Dre as your partner? I've always had to kind of think about because of how everything happened. Like think about what made me want to be with him and what made me want to like go in the direction that I did. Um, it was just something about him that I didn't get from anybody else. You know, so you know how they say time means nothing. The little bit of time that we did have together, it meant more than somebody I've known for like 10 years. You know, like my kid's father that I've known for long or whatever. You know, so um, he made me feel comfortable, made me feel, you know, secure in anything. Um, like I look a freaking mess and I say I look a mess all the time, but to him, no, that's not, you know. And for a while, I'm like, nah, he just talking. He just saying, you know, what niggas do and what niggas say. But I really um, felt like he really meant all of it. And it just drew me closer to him. And like he said, even though he aggravating, and he a Gemini, and he made me want to... No, I mean, do that. I, mean. I just said this today, like, sometimes I just want to take all the Geminis and, like, drop them off the face of the planet, but then I want to go with them because I love them too much, you know? Does that make sense? Well, um, I am a Gemini rising, so I, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, okay. Just saying, you know... Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you bring up some good points, too, but I want you to dig a little deeper. What was it, like, what did he do to, like, make you feel comfortable, other than telling you, like, you know, no, girl, shut the fuck up. You look good. You're tripping. He came in the kitchen one day, and he seen me, I think it was a bread delivery or something, and he seen me picking up them boxes, and he seen, like, all the other guys around not doing anything. He was like, nah bro like put that shit down go sit down go sit in the office and like from that day on like I literally had to not do anything like and he seen me lifting anything bro put it down and I like he would really like be mad and he would cuss these niggas out around like yo y'all really got Miss Sims doing it like all this shit so I'm like any other nigga would have been like nah go ahead bring that shit upstairs like any you know <laughs> now you got it you got it since you said you army vet, right? You got it. He ain't, no, nah, he wasn't like, he was like, nah, sis, put that shit down. I got it. So basically, me being a gentleman is what lured you in towards me. And you know, I think we talked about this too, because I said in most of my relationships, I was like the dominant one. I was the, the one who always, you know, provided, who always did this and that and they're like, and what was it you you making me feel like the feminine side bringing that out or something like that? That wasn't exactly like the terms, but I'm I am being a lady, <laughs> pretty much. You know. I'll put you in your place. Next question. Ooh, I don't <laughs> like that saying. I do not like that saying. Thank at you. Man, when I say I put her in place, I don't mean like negative. I don't mean like in a negative way. I understand the sentiment of it, right? I understand the sentiment of, like, me being who I am helped you be more of who you are. I think that's what it is. But it's just that that connotation of putting somebody in a place is always going to be negative. That I hate. Mm -hmm. I just, I do not like that saying. But um, 
yes, you bring up some great points. Um, I think it's, especially as, you know, independent Black woman, I could do whatever mm-hmm. for myself, right? Mm-hmm. I go out and get shit for myself. I, I get shit done for me and my kids. Like, I don't need, I really don't need you, right? I, mm-hmm. I can do it on my own. But you stopping me and telling me like, oh no, you got this part of it. Don't you dare pick up another thing because mm-hmm. that's my job. That's what I feel is my job, right? That should be so sexy sometimes. And that uh-huh. shit is just like, it, it's it's a mind shift. Like, oh, okay. I could, I could sit down. <laughs> I don't got to bring all the groceries in by myself no more. Like, you know. It was down to jazz. Like, he literally peeled my oranges for me, yo. Listen, I'm here for it. Because I told him one day, like, I don't like peeling it because, you know, your hands get ashy and get under your nails. Next day, I was sitting down, handed me two oranges that was peeled. I was like, I'll carry him. And what does that show, too? Like, you was listening? Because I didn't tell you to peel those oranges. Like, you was just listening to something that I said I didn't mm-hmm. like, and you chose to do that job for me. Beautiful. I love it. I <laughs> I love that shit because I feel like I do that a lot in my relationship and I I, I love when that is like reciprocated, right? right. Like you don't even got to ask. You was just listening to something I said and you went out and did this whole thing that I didn't even ask you to do, but I love it. You feel me? I needed that, right? I didn't even know how much I needed it and you showed me yep. and now I want it. <laughs> right? So yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So, what roles do you play in your relationship? Andre, you said, I play the navigator. And Amber, you said, I play the supporter. What actually does that mean? I think when I mean by the supporter, I mean, like, because of the short amount of time that we've kind of, like, been together and I feel like I've known him for so long, Mentally, financially, emotionally, physically, I feel like I am there. I am supporting him through everything that he's gone through from day one that I met him. So, you know, he told me everything. I told him everything that we've kind of gone through and some stuff that are similar. And I think it's kind of like the mother's, what is it, the mother's intuition or something like that? Is that what it's called? Where like a mom is always going to be like that supporter, that person who no matter what their child, good or bad, they're going to be there. And regardless of what we go through, I'm gonna be there. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna be his biggest fan. That's that. Um, what is it? It's a type of love. Um, like the unconditional love. Um, can't think of the word for it, but that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's that that you like. No matter what, like I still love you, right? Like you, not to say that you can do no wrong. You can absolutely do wrong. And I can absolutely tell you when you've done wrong, right? I can help you be accountable, but I still love you. You could do the worst. You can do what somebody else would do to me and I would cut them off and never speak to them again. But like you do it and it's different, right? I can look at it a different way because I know you in a different way and I love you in a different way. Okay. So the navigator. Well, the navigator is basically, I feel like that's the position I put in this relationship because you both got inputs on this relationship. And I feel like I'm always the one to, like, basically put the two heads together and navigate the situation as though we're on the same page or as though 
both of our ideas are mixed into one. So that's why I consider myself to navigate into this shit. And that's in every aspect, not any ideas, whatever. It could be cooking, it could be you about to sleep, it could be you about to do this with the kids. If you got an idea, I got an idea, boom, I'm going to put it together, we're going to do this. You know? You're like, you're like the engineer. In the studio, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm like, the engineer, exactly. Like, I, that's the, I always try to like, make it make sense to me. Like, how do I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying? And like, you know, throw that back to you and see what you think of it. I heard like, yeah, like you're the engineer, engineer in the studio specifically, which was a great example. Um, like you're taking all these different loops and different pieces of music and sounds mm-hmm. and all of that thing. And you like, you know, you're putting it together, right? You're kind of producing in a way, right? You're like playing with levels and, and making sure making sure the artist's ideas and the producer's ideas and everybody's ideas kind of like go together and actually come to life, right? I I like that explanation. So what has changed since y'all got together? Um, Because of how we got together, a lot of people, you know, say, oh, that's just jail talk and when he come home is it might not be the same and it you know he gonna this and that a third and for the longest like i was thinking okay maybe that'll be like that too but then when the day actually came and i was like oh shit like here it is the day he's coming home and he been out what home for a month and think some things have changed from since he was in there to being out here but I personally had to sit back and kind of let him get acclimated to being back home, you know? So I had to kind of put my feelings of how I felt when he was there to how I feel now because he is still getting acclimated to being outside. For me, it was like really like the support because before she came into my life, it was like my support system. It's like real thin. Like even though I'm a grown man, it's like yeah, I'm not trying to lean on nobody or don't need nobody. But it's always good to have that one person in your corner. You know that where if any situation happens, that's gonna be the person that's gonna come in. That's gonna ease the situation. That's gonna make sure you're okay. You make sure you're not dead. You know, she fulfilled that spot in my life because before it was just, that spot was just absent. It was like everything I did in life. It was like. It wasn't no support. Only support I have, I can say, is God. That's it, you know. But it's also good to have somebody in the physical, you know, that's right, that could be next to you, that could let you know you, you're right when you're going through something. So it was like I was going through a hard time in my life, and she basically fulfilled that space. Like, I just lost my son. You know, my son, he only lived two weeks. I had twins, girl and boy, my son. He died. My daughter was still sick. You know, we're going through all that, and I was incarcerated. And I found out all that while while I was incarcerated, I found out my son died. So, you know, just imagine going through all this time or you all this adversity at one time, and then boom, you got this one person that come and, you know, kind of like ease what I was going through. So that's that's basically what it is, like the support. Like she came and she um, built that spot. Barry, you know I'm like, this is like a movie. Like y'all don't y'all need a show or a book or something. Um, <laughs> this is like a movie, like dead ass. Like you know when somebody, the main character of any like love story, always 
going through some like some shit, right? And it's that person who was there, not even in a um like romantic type of way a lot of the times, right? It's just you being there. That's exactly what the fuck I needed and I didn't even know it. I that's like the theme of this. I that's the second time I said that. But you know what's crazy though that you just say that right now. Um that's kind of how it was between us because he didn't know that I needed what he was giving me too, you know, because when he told me about his son, it was just like a a connection because of when my son passed away. So that's kind of another way of how we, you know, became close um, in a, you know, friendship and everything because I was able to, you know, give him that support where somebody else couldn't because whoever else around him, maybe they never went through that specifically, you know? So sometimes you going through somebody, you know, somebody passed away in your family, but because you don't have that connection as it being your child, then you can't really connect 100%. So that's kind of how we, you know, got closer to because we connected that way. Yeah, that's that's very beautiful. And I first, I just want to thank you both for being very vulnerable in that moment and sharing all of that. Um, you didn't have to, but thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you <laughs> two were able to meet at that time and to like really be there for each other at that time. Right. Seem like you both needed it. Yeah, so <laughs> not gonna stay too deep because <laughs> I'm not about to cry. Okay, <laughs> so um, how do you manage conflict? Yaro, by trying to get both parties to get the mindset to agree to disagree, get both on the same page with respect first. That's that was his uh his answer okay talk to me about it so go ahead elaborate on that because my answer pretty much is how i really truly honestly is i'm gonna be quiet Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say nothing Mm -hmm. because i know i can get real disrespectful with my mouth Mm -hmm. so instead of me saying something that like i know that i shouldn't have said I'm going to just be quiet and I'm not going to say anything. And then later on, after I done thought about it, then I'm going to speak on it because I just know like I'm a, a, what is it? Not even a ticking time bomb or whatever. Like if, if I don't, if I'm not quiet, it's going to be crazy. So um, you said something that I do like is like you're choosing to respond and not react, right? Because a lot of time in a situation, you just react into what the fuck is happening and not even thinking about what you're saying, not even like trying to see it from anybody else's perspective. You just reacting. You can't like even, you don't even know what you're saying. You're just talking, right? right? And I've failed a lot of relationships by doing stuff like that. So I had to pull back and like, no, I'm not going to keep doing this in a new relationship. But you also said something important too is like you you still brought it back up, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, I was quiet in the moment, but we still not letting it slide. We're still gonna talk right. about it because I still feel some type of way and I still gotta get these emotions out. Right. So okay. Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. 
I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D.com. Basically, my answer to kind of um, clarify the self, you know, but it's like basically just try to um, get her to understand me that to the point where it's though, not trying to say she got she to gotta accept me, but I leave it all out there like this is the way I am. This is what I do. So from the, from the door. So that right there should avoid conflict so that when you see me acting a certain way or you asking a question about a certain thing, you should already know what you signed up for. So to me, I feel like I'll be honest as possible. And that's like one of the best ways to avoid conflict like when it comes to people because most conflicts come into play when both of y'all on two different pages. Like she might want to be with me or I might want to be with her and she might want to be with somebody else or she might want to be with me and be with somebody else. Well, no. So I try to be as honest as possible about everything. And I feel like that really eliminates like a lot of the conflict. I mean, she going to voice her opinion. I'm wasting my pain. That's when the agree to disagree part come in. Okay, I feel like this, and you might feel like that, and they might conflict with each other, but you know what? This is how I feel, and this is how you feel. So, okay, you said a lot in that, too. Um, honesty, that's a fact. That's, like, super important. Like, that's, like, just, that's baseline, right? Like, that's just, you gotta be honest. You gotta be 100% honest with yourself first and yeah. with other people, like, that is very important in a relationship. Um, but you also said something like, this is who I've been. Like, I'm going to show you who I am from the beginning. So, like, there's no questions, right? Am I correct or am I... You're correct. Kinda off? I'm, okay. Just that's, like, sure. that's just like when you first meet a woman and she acting real nice. She's doing everything. She's so sweet. And then months down the later, she cursing the kids. Fuck out. She cursing you out. Wilding out, you should have been that way from the beginning. <laughs> would have gave me a heads up to know that now you're a little bit crazy, <laughs> or you just a little bit off a little bit, or probably just have an attitude problem. I don't know, but that's what I mean by being honest, right? So, right here's the thing you guys have only been together for five months, right? So, everything that is gonna come up in your relationship has not even started to come up. Bro, I, I bet y'all haven't talked about, like, who's going to clean the bathroom, right? Like, that's <laughs> something that would never come up until right. we live together, right? Right, absolutely. So, so just, just coming with the mindset of, like, everything that can happen has not even started to happen. And people are multifaceted and they have different sides of themselves and they react to things differently, right. different situations, right? You got to keep that in mind, I think, is... Not you got to keep that in mind because you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? <laughs> but I think it's very important to keep that in mind. Um, like you're getting to know your partner still. I'm still getting to know my partner 10 years from now, right? Like if we're still together, right. y'all still together, you're going to still be getting to know each other, right? Because you really don't know how you'll react in situations until they come up. Everybody right. talk about, oh, I would have did this, or oh, I would have did that, right? But you really don't know until it happens. 
you really don't. Like you can think about it and wonder and, and speculate and assume all you want, but right, like we really don't know. Um, so I just think that's important to like, just keep that in mind about like, just because I was this way the first day we met or even the first hour we met, right? Like somebody life could change in five minutes, literally a minute, like seconds. Yeah, everything's subject to change. Exactly. Change is the only constant, right? Like yeah. that's the only thing that's always going to happen. She's always going to be changing. I mean, change, you're right, change is always going to happen, but to me, I feel like I try to train myself to be consistent with my with whatever I'm going through, like, whatever I'm dealing with, like, part with my personality, with the way I am, so that way, it could be 10 years from now, but I'm going to still be the same person. I'm going to still care about you the same way. I'm going to still deal with every situation the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I think that should, that's how it should be, right? Like, if we're going to be together, we should be growing together. We should be, like, fitting each other even more. Yeah. Or if we're growing apart, then we need to rethink, like, why are we together, you know? Um, do you have any advice for couples? You wrote, don't chase titles and don't chase positions. Let it develop on its own. Time will only tell. If it's meant to be, it will be. Okay, yeah, the last instant part, she had it done. But the beginning... <laughs> don't chase titles and positions, that's what I see. So, so okay. what I meant by that is, like, you know how you get with somebody or you meet a person and you might look at them like, oh, I want this to be my man or I want this to be my girl. From the, from the door, you already chasing a position or what? Putting that person as your man or your girl. I feel like you should just focus on the bond. Like, if, you, if you're feeling this person, like, focus on you getting to know them. You being around them. You're feeling comfortable with them. Focus on that. And as time progresses, the title won't develop itself because after a while, y'all gonna already know. Like y'all both grown, so y'all gonna know where y'all at. Whether y'all girlfriend or boyfriend, the respect gonna be there. Everything is gonna be more natural. More so than coming into something and be like, okay, this gonna be my girl. I want this to be my girl. Now I'm chasing to be my girl before you even my girl. Now I'm thinking, you're talking to people. I'm doing all this before we even got together. I'm putting in, like the negative energy into our relationship before it even develops. So I feel like you should just focus on the bond. Even with people that's in a relationship already, like you see how women or men might chase to be married. So they want to be married so bad. I feel like that woman, if you want to be married, you should start doing wife shit. Like start doing shit that a wife would do and that man will put you in a position as a wife. Don't just holler and scream like, yeah, I want to be a wife. I want to be married. No, do what a wife would do. Early in the morning when I wake up, have my breakfast ready. Wash my clothes. Do certain stuff that a wife would do. And and then that'll let me know, like, okay, I'm going to put her in that position. Okay. So I was rocking with you, right? Up until that wife <laughs> shit. Because. <laughs> Woo! Because. I mean, as far as what I said about the breakfast, that was just me just throwing out a little example. I'm just saying, if you want to be a man wife, do certain, you know, do certain stuff that a wife would do. I'm fucking with you because I think everybody has a different um, idea of what wife shit is in their head. Um, you and I clearly. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, I, I really agree with what you were saying in the beginning with the like get to know each other, right? Because a lot of the times, like you chasing somebody off of what they look like. Right? right, just the appearance and maybe like a few conversations, but then you really get to know that person. You don't even like them, 
like he said, like he said before, you coming in, you nice, but then you really crazy. Like, if you would have got to know that person, you would have known that they was crazy. So, no, nah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, get to know that person and then, like, you know, let it develop. I, I love that part of it. Um, but also, I think it's very important to make sure you're having conversations, too, to make sure, because those conversations is the only way that you really know that you're on the same page. Um, because people's actions are their own, right? Just because I'm doing these things don't mean that I have these intentions for you. Right. That's why I said, um, I think everybody has a different example of what wife shit is, right? Um, Because each relationship is like what y'all agree for it to be. What's going on in y'all relationship might not necessarily be going on in my relationship and vice versa. Right. Um, and it that doesn't mean you're right and I'm wrong or I'm wrong and you're or I'm right and you're wrong. It just means we have different relationships and we have different values in our relationships and that's totally fine. Yeah, you're right. Back back on the topic of wife shit, see, when it comes to wife wife shit, that could be anything. Cause like like you said, people got different ways, different beliefs, all different stuff. But I feel like as a woman when you're a woman, this ain't for the woman. Like, when you're a woman and it comes down to marriage, if you've been with your man for a certain amount of time and he ain't married you yet, and you got to come to him and you got to tell him you want to be married, that's a problem for the door. Like, maybe he's not the person for you. You shouldn't have to say nothing. You should just, like, if y'all, y'all can agree with me? Yeah. I don't know, because I have never been with somebody that long to where I want to marry them. I, so I don't know. I can't. I don't. Yeah. I, you maybe. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Because to me, like, again, right. Marriage isn't everything to everybody. So maybe you are just with somebody who doesn't want to get married, who doesn't see marriage, marriage the same way as you. But the problem is y'all clearly weren't having those conversations. Right. Or you weren't being honest about what you really want. I think a lot of the times that's what happened. People are not really honest about what they want and they act a certain way. Like you were talking about, like you're nice in the beginning, then you're crazy. Like you act like, you know, you value certain things, but you don't really, you're just doing that to get somebody to like you and, and be with you. And really you need to just be being yourself so that the right person will come along to be with you. Or like, you probably got the right person. Probably trying to not be with the right person because you trying to be somebody else for who you think is the right person. Right. I hear both of y'all. Because you're right. Some people may not want to get married or some people might want to get married, but they're not doing what he wants her to do, like you said. But then, you like you also said, going back to y'all not having these conversations. So if I know this is what he wants, from me as a wife, then I'm going to do that if I want to be married to him and vice versa. So it's no conflict going on. It's no, you know, disloyalty and, and I mean, dishonesty and everything because we've had this conversation and we spoke on, this is what I want out of my husband. This is what I want out of my wife. And if we going to make this work and that's what our goal is, marriage and beyond, then that's what it's going to be. And if it's not, then where are we messing up at? Where is this miscommunication at? 
So for me, I feel like the we'll keep the, the miscommunication with marriage be a lot of people got different reasons, like I said, different beliefs on when it comes to marriage. See me personally, the only reason why I wanna get married, yeah, of course, it's like a little bit because I love this person, but the main thing in my heart is because I'm a believer. I'm Muslim. I believe in God. So it's like the sin aspect of everything is what I think about. I'm a marriage you so that when I leave with this person and who is now my wife, I'm not sinning. But besides that, if you if you worrying about anything other than that, like just because you love this person and you want to be with this person, you want to worship this person, then I feel like your marriage is going to be like unsuccessful and, you, and you're chasing marriage for the wrong reason. Because God, God got to come before all that because that's the whole reason why marriage is put in place. For us to be able to do these things. And if you don't know the value, if you don't know the value of marriage, then it's going to be hard for you to even live by and or be in the marriage and for it to be successful. Because I got married, I got married, honestly, I got married when I was 19 to a woman who was about 30 years old. I didn't want to marry her. She basically just buy everything for me, whatever. She was like a sugar mother. So she talked me into it, the whole marriage. I did it because I'm like, okay, if I don't do it, she's going to stop buying me shit. I was 19. I was young. I did it. So where her mom was at, when she, she's getting older, she, she it's about that time. And I guess she probably felt like I was naive, which I wasn't. I'm looking at like, I need money. This free money is easy money. I didn't know the value of marriage at that time. I didn't even believe in God, honestly, at that time. Like, I used to think to myself, like, when you die, you want to just be in the dirt and be bored. Like, that was my mindset. That's what I'm saying. Like, different, seriously, different people got different mindset. I used to think all the time, like, damn, I'm going to die and be bored as hell. Like, <laughs> I never heard that before. That's so funny. That's why I love talking to people, right? Like, sorry. That's why I love talking to people because, like, I never heard that before. I never heard somebody say, I thought when I die, I'm going to just be in the ground bored. Like, <laughs> like that's so funny. <laughs> I love it though. Um, <laughs> get, get your last up. <laughs> that was funny. I used to really think that, but now, like I said, I'm Muslim now, I'm a believer, and now the value of marriage, I feel like it should be only for the sake of God. Like I should love her for the sake of God. Why? Because God created her, and why I should marry her because God basically put this in place for us to do so that we can be with this particular person. And another thing, as Muslim men, for the women that look at Muslim men, they be like, well, I don't want a Muslim man. He's going to try to have four wives. He's going to do this. Like, to clarify that, yeah, we can't have four wives. But the thing is that when when that, when that when the, when the aspect of the four wives came into play with the prophets, it was during a time where a lot of men were being slaughtered and it was more for women than men. So that's why it was made permissible by God to keep basically creation at peace and growing. But I feel like now men try to take advantage of it because they want to just have four wives or have four girls and feel like it's cool. To me, I look at it like I, I want one wife that's like four. I don't want four wives. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to clarify that aspect of me being Muslim, you know, in marriage, whatever, and we can have up to four wives if we choose to. And also, the wives got to say so. When I just can't marry her, then take on another wife, then take on another wife. When I marry her, it got to be a part of a contract that I can take on the next another wife, which would be a co-wife. And she could say that if I take on the co-wife, she divorced me, or she could agree to it. So she, the woman has rights in the situation, too. 
So just go back to the topic of you never know what a person's values of marriage is or the outlook of marriage. Like, and I feel like a lot of people be on two different levels. With me, I feel like it should always start with God because everything going to end with God. Thank you for like that whole breakdown. Of I think I feel like I've heard things like this, but I do not. Um, I'm not educated on religion very much. So I don't know much, but thank you for that breakdown because never knew that. Um, <clears throat> so just knowledge here. Appreciate it. I, I love just like random knowledge that maybe I can use later or, you yeah. know, maybe it'll, maybe I'm like learning this for a reason, you know, I, I feel like everything's for a reason, right? So yeah, you brought up a lot of great points. Um, I want to ask you this, Amber. Why do you want to get married? Because I, Dre, you like, uh, you gave us a whole breakdown about like why marriage is important to you and why you value it. And I don't think we've ever had this conversation about like why you, or even if you want to get married. I'm assuming that you want to get married because you're with this man, but yeah. We don't date back to September. 2014 in uh, Leavenworth, Kansas when I got married for the benefit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like he said, back then he didn't understand the value of marriage. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to get some extra money. Um, I need to get this surgery on my foot because I got out of the military on active duty and he still was on active duty so I'm like and he wanted to get out the barracks so I'm like alright so you do this for me I do this for you we helping each other out we gonna get married um, and I, that was dumb that was the dumbest thing I probably did in my life because now it's like I can't enjoy being married for the first time with somebody who I really want to marry because why I done went and got freaking married back in 2014, you know? Um, so I do want to get married again. Um, because I feel like I want to have a family. I want my kids to see their mom being loved on by somebody um i want i just i want what my my parents had you know because growing up i was had my mother and my father in my life you know and yeah you make some mistakes down the line or whatever but how he is with his daughter is like no not a lot of guys are wanting to be in their kids lives for whatever reason you know not a lot of guys are you know wanting that and when you have somebody who's step up and take that spot, you know, and because you didn't have a dad or, you know, whatever your situation is and you don't want to see the next, you know, kid like that, that I love that, you know? And so, like I said, going back to I, how I see with my parents, they've been together 35 years this past Sunday, I think it was 35, 36, something like that. And, um, the way I see them loving on each other, even though they got their little good and bads and 
I know my mother be wanting to, you know, sometimes. But I want that. I want that. Oh, I think that's <laughs> beautiful. I I think I want to get married. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> see, that go back to what I was saying. Uh-oh, you about to tell me about myself? <laughs> no, I'm about to tell her. Uh-oh, okay. Seriously, like, you know how people chase, like, dreams? I'm going to say chase dreams. Like how you might see a couple together and they might have a matching clothes. They might even have matching cars. They could have a house together. And you're so busy chasing that dream. Whereas though, when things don't, when that dream don't be fulfilled, but but y'all in position, but it don't happen the way you want it to happen. Like, you gotta have an understanding with God, like both partners when it comes to a marriage. I mean, there are marriages that are successful and the people might not believe in God, but I feel like since she believes in God, and I believe in God. I don't know if she classifies herself as a Christian, but she goes to church. And I am a Muslim, you know, so we believe in God. So I feel like, with that being said, we should always start with God. Like, her reason to me should be to please God. Then everything else come after that, because that's what we're going to be asking for to bless our relationship and for the bill or our marriage for the bill is God. So how can we, how can I just be doing it because I love her? She's doing it because she loves me, but then I'm just asking God to help us. You get what I'm saying? So I just try to be mindful, like always in every situation, there can never be a blessing in it unless you start with God because everything will always end with God. Certain people should shift what they believe, like what they, they believe system. And you don't even got to be a Muslim or a Christian. I feel like you should just believe in something. It got to be something that brings, that unifies God together more so than me just loving her or her loving me. And it can't just be because she's beautiful or she might think I'm handsome or stuff like that because at the end of the day, we all going to be old. Everything going to decrease. You know what I'm saying? Everything, the beauty, everything is going to decrease. So, so we probably even able to walk now. So that's what you love this woman for, just her beauty. That's going to be when one side is going with God, you want somebody else. But if I love her for the sake of God, because she's a creation of God, and she's beautiful in that aspect from her soul to her flesh, then it's different. Facts, 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 facts. Um, so I'm not going to, like, rehash my, um, like, journey uh but i did an episode called growing from religion into spirituality that is episode number 18 so if you're interested in hearing more about my like spiritual journey go check that out um i um i don't subscribe to any religion anymore um i grew up in a christian household um so the lens that I view religion through is very Christian y. Um, but I don't, I would no longer call myself a Christian. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not 100% on any belief system right now, and that's okay with me. Um, but the way I view marriage is very much like a contract, but a soul contract not a like physical contract um the only reason i think about marriage um with my partner now is because i see so much potential in the future that we could build for the world like i feel like us on our like highest selves could like really change the world um, 
And I don't mean that like in a metaphoric way. I mean that like in a tangible, physical way, like like we talk about like, you know, adoption and, and different things that we want to do for kids. And like, I just, at our highest potential, at our highest selves, I know that we could like really do some amazing shit for the world. Um, but I've never even really thought about marriage much until I was in this relationship. So yeah. All right, guys. So I just, I really want to thank you both so much for coming on the show and being so vulnerable. Like you, I didn't expect you guys to share so much and I'm grateful that you did. Um, this is a podcasting is a new kink exclusive. You're not going to get this anywhere else. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> um, share your social media links with the people so they can follow you. You can follow me on Facebook at All Things Good nine seven three or Instagram at all underscore things underscore good underscore one. And you can also go on my website, www.allthingsgoodcatering.com. All right. And we are definitely gonna share all of that in the show notes. So don't worry about writing it down. The links will be there. Again, thank you guys so much for coming on my show. I had a great time interviewing you. Thank you for having us. Of course. And um, yeah, guys, stay tuned because we're going to have more interviews coming up next. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at PinkLadyProd, that's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D, or you can email me at jasmine at PinkLadyProd.com. Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E. If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com. Subscribe to Podcasting is a new kink for updates on new episodes, and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.